wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. The Royals are on a four-game winning streak. They just swept the Minnesota Twins, and there's a lot to get to today. Let's start with the pitching. Let's just go through pitching, hitting, and everything else along the way from this winning streak. Uh, Brad Keller went out there against the Cubs. Brad Keller was fantastic. Jacob Junis against a, a, a great Twins lineup was pretty good as well. And in this four-game stretch, Mike Matheny has had a fantastic time. Uh, he's had a fantastic stretch here. Uh, trying to put Nakeith out there. Nakeith looked good uh, before the injury. Matheny can't help that. He had to go back to Brett Phillips and some other guys in the outfield. But still, he tried to mix it up and try to put a young Nakeith out there, and it did work, uh, but he got hurt. And then with the bullpen, he was fantastic. Mike Matheny managed a bullpen perfectly, and that's something uh, that we haven't seen in Kansas City. I understand in 2014 and 15 they had an all-time great bullpen, uh, but anyone could have managed that bullpen because all you had to do was call out Herrera, Davis, Holland, and, and it was over. So I, I want to give a lot of credit for Mike Matheny pushing the right buttons out of that bullpen, making it work with guys like Trevor Rosenthal, guys like Scott Barlow, uh, and these kind of players, uh, he doesn't have a Wade Davis. He doesn't have a, a Greg Holland. He doesn't uh, you know, a, a prime Greg Holland. Of course, Greg Holland's back on this team now, but not at the form he once was. Uh, he doesn't have a Kelvin Herrera. Uh, he has what he has to work with, and he's been fantastic out of this bullpen. Uh, and, and Trevor Rosenthal has been the most impressive part. He had an pr- impressive spring training, impressive summer camp, and he carried that into the season in – we were talking about prior to the season that Ian Kennedy might be a trade piece out of this bullpen. Trevor Rosenthal might be someone you can trade out of this bullpen and get something serious back in return if he continues to do this for the next two weeks before the trade deadline. Because that August 31st trade deadline is looking good, and a lot of these teams need pitching. A lot of these teams need bullpen help. You look at the Cubs. Uh, they have one of the best records in the NL. Uh, you took that that last game from them uh, in the series. They didn't get to play this weekend because of the Cardinals outbreak. Uh, but they have one of the best records in the NL, and their bullpen is atrocious. And their bullpen is, is one of the worst in baseball. And they've still overcome that to get one of the best records in the NL. Uh, they could use Trevor Rosenthal. I mean, they really could. So could you get a uh, a nice prospect from the Cubs for Trevor Rosenthal if, if he can continue to play this way these next few weeks? And then... Uh, Josh Stomont. Uh, Josh Stomont has been awesome. I mean, he has been incredible this this season. It's been really fun to watch him play. I, I mean, he's twisting guys up at the plate. They're swinging right over the top of uh, of all of his pitches. He's he's freezing with the plate. He can go from 103 miles an hour to a knee buckling curveball. It's so fun to watch Josh Stomont pitch. It's appointment television uh, to watch Josh Stomont pitch. And I think that. Uh, the the bold prediction, if you want to call it that, just based on what we've seen, 
uh, as he gets older, uh, he'll fit along this timeline of the Royals getting better and better. And I think Josh Stomont will be your uh, closer, if not you know your high leverage reliever at that time when the Royals are ready to compete again. Uh, because he'll con- he'll continue to grow, and once he gets his control all the way down, you saw him have his control on Sunday and look phenomenal. If he can get that control consistent, he's going to look awesome. I mean, he's going to be your high leverage guy. And uh, he showed yesterday he has the mental makeup for it. I mean, that was a two-run game, uh, and he got put out there against one of the best lineups in baseball, and he navigated it for two innings to really save you a short-handed bullpen. Uh, Josh Stomont, you cannot say enough about this guy, and he's worked really hard uh, to get here. I mean, uh, you know, he was once looked at as a prized prospect. Then he got sent, you know, then he got set down and had to do some opener work and things like that. No one really knew where he'd fit into the plans at. He's still versatile. He can still be an opener, but you cannot duplicate what he can bring out of the bullpen on the back end of that bullpen late in the game. Uh, so I think that he's finally found his role and he's comfortable in it uh, coming late in the game to kind of shut the door on different teams. So Stomont has been great. Uh, Barlow got the save yesterday. <laughs> uh, I, t- I did not expect to be saying that the, that the Rose would win sweep the Twins, much less uh, win a game. I didn't expect to be saying that the Royals would be uh, sweeping the Twins on the back of a Scott Barlow save against this Twins lineup, but here we are. It's 2020. Uh, you got to expect the unexpected. Scott Barlow was really good yesterday. I mean, he let a runner get on, didn't rattle him. Uh, he, he was really good. He got the save, and then Brady Singer yesterday gets his first major league win. Uh, now, the win stat doesn't matter. He pitched phenomenal against Cleveland his first time out, got the, got the win there. You know, the team got the win there. He didn't. Uh, but uh, I really like watching Brady Singer pitch. He, he attacks hitters fast. He keeps the game moving. He keeps the pace of play. He's probably Rob Manfred's favorite player in baseball, and I really like his mental makeup because he never let anything rattle him. He, he never let anything rattle him in this game. Uh, whether it's getting hit in the hand by by a line drive, whether it's uh, you know letting it, walking a couple guys, letting a, a couple guys score, nothing ever got in his way in this game or changed his game plan, and that's something that's very rare from any pitcher, much less a pitcher in his first big league season. Uh, and and yes, I love the competitiveness too. I, I understand he shouldn't have tried to grab that ball. I understand that was the bad play there, and you got to let that one go. And if you let that one go, your no hitter is probably still intact. I mean, I mean, Mondesi probably scoops that up and, and gets it over to Hunter Dozier, and your no hitter is still intact. It was still early, it was like the third inning or whatever. Uh, but still, uh, you're still cruising at that point if you don't hit your hand and make it go numb, and then kind of lose a couple batters after that. Uh, but He's just competitive. He just has that mentality of wanting to win every single play, including sacrificing his pitching hand. Now, that was stupid. Uh, it shouldn't happen again, but that's what he did in college all the time. He even said that yesterday after the game. That's what he did in college all the time. Uh, he's just that kind of player, and, and you knew you were going to get a feisty competitor out of Brady Singer, and I'll be honest, it's good to have that than the alternative. It's good to have someone who is strong mentally and, and who wants to win every single play, every single pitch he wants to win. Uh, it's better to have that. Than the alternative, and, and I hope it doesn't lead to an injury. I hope that you know he doesn't hurt his hand. But you even saw it against Cleveland in his first start uh, when Perez tried to Mahomes the ball between his legs. Brady Singer dove for the ball. I mean, it, why wouldn't you just let that go and then go pick it up? There was no one else on base. That runner was going to score anyway. He still Brady Singer tried to dive for that ball uh, and, and try to get the out still with it whenever there was a zero percent chance of getting the out. So uh, I think that you just got to appreciate Brady Singer's competitiveness. He's a young guy. Uh, he'll he'll grow out of that eventually uh, in the sense of he'll grow out of making those kind of 
dumb mistakes of trying to barehand a ball uh, or trying to dive dive and get a runner out uh, in a game in in early you know in late July, but in this case it would have been early uh, 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 April. So I think that you know there's no reason to worry about Brady Singer uh, in his hand. His hand looked good after after that inning. Of course, it, he looked like he was different in that third inning. But moving forward in that game, he looked back to normal. So I think his hand's fine. Uh, and, and that's really the pitching side of things. I mean, uh, Keller was so impressive. Junis was good. Singer was good. Uh, Duffy wasn't, but your offense was. I mean, Duffy wasn't good in that game, but your offense picked him up. And uh, this offense had a phenomenal weekend against Minnesota. And that's always been Minnesota's big um, knock is, is their pitching and their starting pitching especially. Uh, and the real sick advantage. I mean, Nicky Lopez hits a home run and looks confident at the plate and is doing amazing things uh, at the plate these last four games. I called him the breakout player before the season. Matheny's finally giving him at-bats, and what do you know, he's breaking out. I like Nicky Lopez a lot. I'm glad he's having the success. Salvador Perez has been red hot to start this season. He continues that as well. And then Perez, and then uh, Jorge Soler ran to a couple of home runs on, on Saturday and Michael Franco homered on Sunday. This lineup, getting back Hunter Dozier yesterday, is back to what we thought it would be. Before this season, I said this is going to be a competitive lineup. This is going to be a long lineup. This is going to be a lineup that uh, looked different than last year. Uh, and while they still may be bad, uh, they're going to be competitive, and, and they're not going to give away at-bats anymore. And with Hunter Dozier back in the fold, whenever you put out your A lineup, you're going to have fun baseball to watch. And hopefully after this off day today, whenever the team goes to Cincinnati, you'll see an A lineup out there, and it'll be uh, incredibly fun to watch the Royals go up against a, a middling or struggling red squad. Uh, and then there were some injuries, of course, which we'll get to after the break. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at CBDMD. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete or a stay-at-home parent or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to get through the day. Luckily, our friends over at CBTMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recovery combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like arsenic and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this duo and everything else, that CBDMD has to offer. They're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD.com. So Nick Heath was playing well in that Cubs series, got his first major league hit, and then he got put on the IL for a hamstring injury late in that blowout win over the Cubs. Uh, he's going to be out, I would I would surmise, at least 10 days that he'll be out from that Thursday game. Uh, and then Frenchie Cordero also hit the IL over this weekend. He got put on there on Sunday, I believe, to make room for Hunter Dozier. Uh, he's dealing with a wrist injury. Not sure how serious it is. It might be just a 10-day stint and just kind of a, a here-and-now move to get Hunter Dozier uh, to the active roster. And then Jorge Lopez was claimed off of waivers by the Orioles, so he's no longer in the Royals organization after the Royals DFA'd him uh, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe last week they DFA'd him, uh, and the Orioles have claimed him. 
I'm surprised that they claimed him. I'm not sure the injury uh, battle that the O's are dealing with or if they're if they're just hamstrung to find pitchers. Uh, but Jorge Lopez is no longer in Kansas City. And then Dayton Moore told 610 Sports Radio that Bubba Starling will be back later this week. That'll be fun. But where does this team stand right now? Uh, they're 7-10 and with their first series win over the Twins since 2018. Their first sweep since last April. Uh, sweeping the Twins kind of offsets what you did against the Tigers. Now, you didn't take, business against, you didn't take care of business against the Tigers, uh, and that put you in a huge hole. And that made you need to sweep the Twins. And now you're back to where you should have been. You should have been 7-10 and 10 coming out of this series, although a lot of those losses should have came from this series. So uh, now you've made up those games from the Tigers. You still need to steal more, though, uh, because you haven't really stolen anything, if that makes sense. Uh, all you did here while sweeping the Twins, while it's very good and very impressive in terms of competing for the postseason, in terms of competing this year, uh, all you did uh, was what you're supposed to do, and that's making up those games for the Tiger series. So you still need to make up some games and beat some good teams down the road if you truly want to compete as Dayton Moore and Mike Matheny says that they do. Uh, but this is a good start. I mean, they're three games out of a playoff spot right now. I think they're two games out of a wild card spot right now. Uh, anything is possible. Uh, they can still make the postseason, but it's still going to be an uphill battle. Uh, and you're still in the midst of your toughest stretch of the schedule. You're going to face the Reds, the Twins, the Reds, the Twins coming up. That's your schedule. Are you going to get the Twins again? Uh, I, I think that you'd be lucky to win one of these Twins series coming up. And then you've got a couple two-game sets with the Reds split up. Uh, how, do you, how do you manage playing the Reds, who have a phenomenal starting pitching staff? What, which offense is this team going to get? The offense of prior to these last four games or the offense of the last four games? Uh, that's kind of the issue here with Kansas City right now. Uh, no one knows what they are. We're going to talk about that tomorrow before the Reds game as they have an off day today. But are you the, the four-game winning streak team that had an explosive offense and had a lot of good starting pitching? Or are you the six-game losing streak team that, that the starting pitching fell apart, the offense could, couldn't get going, but your bullpen was good? I think it's somewhere in the middle, as most things are, somewhere in the middle. Uh, but we'll see, and we'll talk all about that tomorrow on what this team truly is and how this team can or can't compete and what's all going to go on uh, coming up this week. It's fun to win. Uh, it makes my job easier. We, we've, we've flown by in these 15 minutes whenever you get to talk about winning baseball. Uh, but uh, still, there's a long way to go. You're not even at 500 yet, uh, and you've got to be more consistent. Uh, you can't go on those six-game losing streaks. And I will say, if you do want to stay positive at the end of this show, uh, they've got their starting pitching back. They've got a full rotation for the first time all year. Uh, they've got their lineup back. They've got a full lineup that I think is going to be very good and very competitive. So uh, they've got two very big pluses, and then you did get what I needed from you to be, be competitive. Before this year, I said, you need that bullpen to step up. You, you need Rosenthal to step up. You need Stomont to step up. Uh, you need Holland to, to bounce back. You need Rosenthal to bounce back. You need um, uh, Barlow, someone like Barlow, to step up. And so far, they've gotten everything out of that bullpen that they needed. So what this all amounts to is you got where you needed to go. You just didn't do it the conventional way. If, if I told you on July 20, when did we start the year? If I told you on July 15th uh, that this team was going to be 7-10 and 10 at this point in the season, uh, you'd have all signed up for it because you need to tread water in this tough stretch here before you can make that playoff push if you want to in August. I mean, excuse me, in, in September. 
whenever you're playing the likes of the Cardinals, which who knows if they're even going to be in baseball by that point, or and these other teams in the Pirates and the Tigers and the White Sox and not playing the Twins anymore. You're going to get your Twins battles out of the way, and you've swept one battle. Uh, you've got two more. How do you navigate this Twins lineup again? They're going to get Josh Donaldson back pretty soon. Uh, it's going to look a lot different by the time you get to that last twin series. These Reds are good. I don't let their record fool you. They have a, a elite pitching staff right now. Almost every pitcher is just lights out so far this season. Uh, don't let that 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 fool you. You're going to have two off days this week to reset your bullpen before a a hard twin series again this weekend. Everything's shaping up for Kansas City. Now, it, it did, no one expected it, to, expected it to get here the way it did. No one expected a six-game losing streak followed by a sweep of the Twins. But that's how we got to 7-10, and 10, and that's what you needed to stay competitive. So you can look at this any way you want to, and we'll continue to this conversation tomorrow uh, talking about what this team actually is and where they level out as well as preview the Reds' series. So be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Royals.